Welcome back, everyone, to the Music Movies Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Young, bringing you another episode. I know it's been a little while. I know you guys have been anticipating another episode, so here we are once again. Podcast never dies. I'm here with my special guest. It's Drew Keen. How are you doing? Ben, it's good to be back. I'm glad that we got back to podcasting. Oh, boy. There we go. Bringing up a sore subject <laughs> right in the beginning. Fuck we're, you. We're also here with formerly known as MMP Superfan, Kevin Halbrick. How you doing? I am uh, I am here for the Get Back podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking Get Back tonight. Um, Just kidding. If it's, a, no, if it's a different movie, oh no. Oh. <laughs> Shit. I, okay, so I the backstory is. Ben, I watched nine, nine hours of my life are gone, dog. They're gone. Like, I I'll think it was worth it. Back. I don't have kids. Like, my bloodline's ending. One day we're going to talk <laughs> Get Back, even though Keen doesn't want to talk about it because he thinks it's a slow moving documentary. I don't care. I think it was awesome. Haven't finished it yet. I'm working my way around it. In the King, meantime, I though, feel, King's just not into the Beatles like that. I feel like that's. that's I love wow. the Beatles. Wow. wow. I don't love watching them play the same song four fucking times over Dude, an hour and a half. Your point's not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like I thought, I got really. You're watching like, the masters. I loved it. Though. I loved it though. It was great. Some of the best music of all time, even though it's not my best or my favorite Beatles <laughs> album. Get back like is great lot. though. I mean, yeah. what is your favorite Beatles album, real quick? Do you guys know off the top of your head? Um, the Help album is really good. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go white. We'll go white. That's a Kevin, good the one greatest too. hits. Greatest hits and one. Hey, the number one thing from that Kmart, is pretty that good. Was sick. That was a great. <laughs> I album. watched that. The I listened to that thing, one a lot. It goes from sixty to seventy. You yeah, get everything it's very that's good. Best. It's very good. My favorite is uh, a Hard Day's Night. But uh wow. yeah. you guys went early Beatles. I, I like go, early I, Beatles. I like, I like acid. I like the acid Beatles. Late Beatles White Album would probably be my favorite. Um, so this all leads us into the movie Get yeah. Back, right, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Keith, kidding. You're not getting your way. We're, Keith, we're doing the Beatles. Uh, we're not doing the Beatles. We're talking yeah. a completely different movie tonight. <laughs> one that I had never <laughs> seen before until last night. It's called uh Hustle and Flow. I thought yeah. it was very good. What do you guys think? Get them. Opening thoughts. It was the perfect length for a movie, I think. Two thumbs up for length. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Clip what that. she said. Clip that. Yeah. Clip that one, Ben. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Two thumbs up for length. I just like it, it. It never felt like it was dragging out. Like it never felt like they, they were hammering the point home. It was always like, okay, here's something happening. Here's boom, something happening. Boom, here's something boom. happening. Right under. Well, not right under. It was like an hour forty five minutes. That's all I need in a movie. I don't want a two hour movie anymore, unless it's the Beatles Get Back documentary, which was very good. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I was surprised I agree, by. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, Pimpin' ain't easy, but it sure is fun to watch. How about yep. that? There you go. I enjoyed there this movie. I, off there the gate, I'll, I'll start off by saying I loved it. Probably end by saying that. 
you had seen it before too, Kevin, right? Yeah, just once though. Once. I forgot a lot of it. Okay. But you found it as enjoyable as the first time, I imagine. Yeah, you know, yeah. forgot all the, like, you know, the actors, the plot, the storyline. <laughs> yeah. You got, yo, Gene, you've never He was on drugs himself. when he watched it. <laughs> 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 Fell asleep halfway through, but yeah. you know what? I saw it. <laughs> he saw it, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's get right into it, though, uh, <laughs> with the Did You Know segment. Did it's you know? Back. Here we go. Rotten Tomatoes score know? 82% critic score and 82% audience score. Right on the money, oh, both sides. There you go, nice. There you go. Uh, it cost $2.8 million to make, which is very cheap, $2.8 million. Wow. Um, and they made $23.5 million Ooh. at the box office, so a big hit. A big Quite turnaround. the turnaround. Yeah, big one there. Um, my first, did you know, the director... Craig Brewer. Um, he's a white guy. Did you know that? I did not know <laughs> that. You have uh, yo, yo, I'm looking at his picture right now, and he's a really, really white guy. <laughs> it's just interesting to me. I mean, it feels like a very black story, and it's just like, oh, white guy. Interesting. Yo, right. Yo, so I, I watched the documentary on YouTube, and uh -huh. it was like John Singleton. Yeah, I that. know John Singleton. He's involved yeah, so in a lot of... You know, yeah, but movies. they presented it like John Singleton directed the movie, and then out of nowhere, exactly. Like, oh, oh, and, and then this and white guy. <laughs> here's the white fella. <laughs> John Singleton financed the movie. Indeed. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. The new guy's character was actually based on Craig Brewer in the movie. Did you know that? DJ Qualls. I'm just kidding. Wow. I, I just made that up. You made that up. But man. Could, I could see it though, couldn't you? Ben, this is the did you know so you can't be making stuff up. <laughs> yo, 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 I can see yo, it. yo, yo, yo. He's not wrong though. He's not wrong. Like, that you gotta insert that. Yeah, the one part where they're smoking the joint, it's like his mouthpiece. He's like, hip hop exactly. is coming back to the south. Exactly. I'm just a, I'm a nerdy white guy. Exactly. That's how I'm feeling about it. But wow, Ben. <laughs> Go in that extra level, Inception, ben, a movie in, that in, Kevin hates for some reason, but another topic. What, Inception <laughs> yeah. fucking sucks, huh? We're not going to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, that's how I feel. So anyway, you got a did you know? Who wants to go next? I have a did you know. Did you know that DJ says the word main 221 fucking frustrating times? <laughs> In my opinion, it wasn't enough mains in it. I love it. <laughs> I love what Ben is a it. fan. I texted it to Ben earlier. I think Ben Maine. was like, I like this. I feel cool. I like saying it. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's dope. Say main. Go, what's up, man? Did you like it, Keen, or no? You got annoyed. Like no. It. You got annoyed. He hated it. At first part, I was just like, what the fuck's this guy saying? Like, I've heard, I heard other people say That's it. how like, you end a sentence in the South, Keen. I know. Maine. I lived in the South, Kevin. <laughs> when did you live in the South? We're not getting this on Nashville. the pod. Nashville. He did live in Nashville, or technically the South. There you go. It's bullshit. It's no bullshit. No one ever visited you. It's bullshit. <laughs> no one saw. It no one bullshit. saw you. There. I should have came. I should have came down there. Yeah, dude, I'm pissed you're not still there. I want to go to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, do you have a did you know or no? Oh yeah, I was okay. gonna bring up. I did a lot of research about pimps, you guys. Okay. And what it means to be a pimp, and a lot of questions I had, but the internet. Had some pretty great answers. So, okay. would you guys guess? All right, 
guess what city in America? It's a little bit of a trivia game. What city in America has the most sex workers? Atlantic uh, City. Uh, what was that game? He said Atlantic City. I'm going to say Vegas. Atlantic I'm going to say City. Vegas. You guys are both wrong. It is Atlanta, Georgia. I was going to Atlanta, oh, too. Oh, there we go. And that was based on a lot of research I did, like I said. So. Oh, like that trip Sorry. to Atlanta you just took? Yes. <laughs> All right. So I also... <laughs> <laughs> I also asked. The, I found a, an article on BlackNews.com about pimping. Okay, so this, is from, this is from BlackNews.com, and what the pimps had to say was, um, "If it ain't white, it ain't right." So that means that this view was shared by many pimps who revealed they have a preference for young white women. Why? Because they're easier to manage. <laughs> Jesus. You're saying the pimps are saying that the white women are easier to manage. Damn. I have no comment on that. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, Ben, as I said before, it's, it's from Black... Up. Ben, 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 guys, it's from blacknews.com, so I think okay. we, we know it's a verified source. Okay. So don't worry about it. Then Time Magazine found that pimps were often... Um, uh, it's not all that lucrative. Because they have to spend a lot of... Uh, you don't say a lot of overhead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the pimp game? So, yeah, like 33 grand a year. It's not good, you guys. Mm. DJ's barely breaking even. He's barely breaking even. Well, speaking of DJ... <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I gotta say for that. <laughs> speaking of the character DJ, to prepare for his role, Terrence Howard interviewed 123 pimps and 78 prostitutes over two and a half years. He lived with four different pimps, including a month-long stint in a Memphis brothel. Did you know that? I find this a bit over the top and somewhat hard to believe. That said, he did get nominated for an Academy Award for this movie, so maybe he really did do maybe he did. all that research. For this role and he i did believe really, him he was really believable he was too. very believable yeah as a pimp, his hair was very a, questionable questionable you think well I, I i thought there would be a whole hair there'd be a whole okay. hair discussion about what's going on there it's wild interesting <laughs> he I, looks like morris he looks like morris day sometimes it's crazy it's like, yep. <laughs> yeah like the you know what else is interesting too now that I'm thinking about it. Like when I think of pimp, I think of like the Dave Chappelle skit or like the Godfather in uh, WWF. Uh, you know, pimpin' it, pimpin' it, easy man. You know, like with the jackets yeah. and everything. Yeah. He never wore any of that stuff in this movie. He was just like uh -uh. normal sort of guy. But yeah, maybe that's how it really, really is. He was a really blue collar pimp. He was. It's a dying. It's a dying profession, too. By the way, <laughs> it's more research I did you about the fact say. that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are yeah, the cops really cracking dying. down on the pimps well, out it, there? It's not. It's not. Ben, it's not that it's the cops. It's like any other business lately. It's gone to the internet. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, I did a lot. Only of fans on, is the new pimp. Yes, yes. <laughs> I did a lot of research on pimps and hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> Heartbreak traveled down the Memphis to get, <laughs> to get 
shit. Dude, I, it, was, it was like two hours last night. I was like, what makes a pimp a pimp? <laughs> you know your mother listens to this podcast, right? <laughs> well, she'll know that I was thorough. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Keen, do you have another did you know? I have one more. One more. Okay. Yeah, let's let's move it along. This was originally titled Hook, Hustle and Flow. Oh, cool. So okay, so I guess Hook is referencing the hook in a song. I think it could have been an uh, okay title. I like Hustle and Flow right to the point yeah. a little bit better. De- Maybe they're referenced in the movie Hook, like as a Peter Pan rap video movie. Thank, thanks for saying it before I. I was going to bring it up. Hook Good is man. one of my favorite kid movies. Dustin Hoffman, Dustin isn't Hoffman. it? Yo, gonna, yo, tonight's movie. our best episode. Tonight's our best episode. Bring it up, Let's bro. make it that. It is. It is. I can already tell. Dude. I'm just thinking of Dustin Hoffman as Hook on the cover of Hook, Hustle, and Flow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. Keen did not find that funny. Yo, Keen, Keen's Keen is a tough crowd tonight. Just pounding white claws. Just getting, not drunk laughing. And, getting drunk and yelling at us. I got drunk yesterday. Relax. Yeah. Jeez. All right. I'm going to give another Did You Know. Heartbreak, you don't have any more, do you? Okay. Did you know? Here's the last one. The film contains. Numerous references to famous Memphis-based musicians, but Craig Brewer deliberately avoided any direct references to Elvis Presley. In an interview, Brewer said, that was a rule, no Elvis. Now, um, I didn't even think about that when I was watching the movie, but why do you think he would have avoided Elvis in this? Is it because it's just a like a cliche to bring up Elvis in a music movie based in Memphis, or was he like, uh, oh, fuck Elvis? You know what I mean? Maybe you gotta pay for the rights, I don't know. That That's a good practical point, King. That is a good Maybe. point. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's a good practical point. I feel like it's more of a fuck Elvis, he stole all the black guys' uh, music. I agree, I agree with that, too. I agree. It's also smart writing, right? Because like, if you can... If you can close the scope off of the movie, then it's a lot like, you know what I mean? You can make a better story that way. I agree, too. If you're not like, it's coming from Elvis to the other rappers before you to the other rappers. It wouldn't have have fit this movie at all. We don't need it. It wouldn't have. We don't need it whatsoever. Yeah, it's a bit. (laughs) That said, I mean, Elvis is probably the biggest name out of Memphis, I would imagine, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah. the hottest. It's not the hottest take, but yeah, you're right. It's not the hottest. No. <laughs> no. Nah, it's not. Elvis is the best rapper to come out of Memphis. That's true too. Who's the best yep. rapper to come out of Memphis? Do you know? I have. Probably I have three, no probably, idea. Probably three six. Three six. Yeah, three six. There you go. Yep. Who they wrote some of the? Did they write all the songs for this movie? All very good. All very they won uh, what an Academy Award for it. They won an Academy Award yeah, yeah. for this first rap movie. first rap group to win an Academy Award, right? I believe so. Um, it was the <laughs> I would agree with you, but I'm thinking that uh, Lose Yourself might have won for no. a while. It didn't. Did they? I thought I it, so. it was definitely nominated. I don't know if it won or not, but fuck the Academy Awards anyway. <laughs> These awards could suck my ass. They suck. Yeah, DJ Paul they is a dog suck. one you do not trust. 
You leave your drink around me. I think the Academy Awards Thank usually you, have a good collection of movies, but when it comes to the movies that actually win the awards, usually not the not the right pick, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's always time for an Oscar takedown. They're not doing a good job. They're not. They're not. They're not. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Yeah, I'm not into it. But uh, anyway, you ready to get to the scene breakdown? Scene breakdown. Let's do it. So this movie, it starts with, you know, Terrence Howard. He's a pimp. He's a drug dealer in Memphis. But to me, he seems like a caring pimp, at least. Did you guys he's get a, that feel? A, in this a thoughtful pimp. He's thoughtful. That's the way he's I cer- feel anyway. He's, he's nice. He's certainly a thoughtful pimp. And yeah. uh, his character's DJ, name is DJ. A pimp that cares. Yeah. I want to bring up this. He's been in the game a while. We can surmise that he's been in the game a while. Definitely been in the game a while, for yeah. sure. The name DJ, I don't like that name. He should have just went by Terrence Howard in this movie, I feel. <laughs> DJ. That's a stupid name. Yeah, like, or literally DJ. just... DJ. What yeah, is that? Or, yeah, or stay D. And I don't care if his name's like Dietrich. It's better than DJ. DJ. You know that's I mean? like yeah. that's not a name. You should have just by Terrence Howard. Yeah, should have went. That? Terrence and, sounds and like a cool that. pimp name. Terrence. Not DJ. Holy shit. It's that guy from Iron Man. <laughs> you, oh, think Terrence is, you think Terrence is a good pimp name? <laughs> He plays the like, role yo, very second. well. There's, Terrence is there's, oh, there's Terrence the pimp. There's Terrence. It's like there's Terrence the theater the theater major. What are you talking? About? <laughs> Here's my pimp Terrence. He's gonna make me read a lot. Maybe I just had in my head the entire I agree movie like you. that's DJ... Terrence Howard and DJ is a stupid name, so I'm keeping yeah. his name as Terrence. DJ, like yes. DJ. I'm just thinking like DJ. What afterwards? Not. DJ is your name. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> um, Craig Craig Brewer based that character on a rapper named uh, CJ, <laughs> and then he changed. So dumb. <laughs> um, but then this leads to. So the next scene that I have written down here, they're sitting in the car. A bum comes up to them with a Casio keyboard. And DJ is like, you know what? All right, fine. I'll take this Casio off off your hands. Because he's got in the back of his head, you know what? Maybe I got to get back to my music. I guess he started doing some music back in the day. And that's what we learn throughout the movie a little bit, that he's got a musical bone in his body. I, uh, I like that. I like that as the audience. You really don't know if he's bullshitting or not for a little bit, dude. I agree with you, because you're not. You're not yeah. really sure. You're not really. No, sure. you're like, dog. Is is this literally just like a street ass pimp who has got who's going to be able to lay it down, or is he just the wannabe dog? Yeah. Where's the line? It's a good I question. don't know, and I don't think <laughs> I knew that until like even the very end of the movie. I'm still like questioning the guy. Um, but they get back to, what do you call this place? The pimp house? What'd you call it? A pimp house? I believe a pimp just calls it his home, Ben. Yeah, I think it's just just called a house, Ben. (laughs) What does a pimp call his women? What what does a pimp call his women? Where's the pimp expert at on this? Aubrey? Well, that would be hose. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
scammers, skeezers, teasers, pleasers. I got hoes. Ooh, 692-817. <laughs> he is also in this movie. Ludacris. He's skinny yes. black in the movie. I didn't realize that going in. I didn't realize that he was going to be in the movie, but when he came up on TV, I was like, oh, shit, Ludacris. There he is. He uh, He's actually had it. Great cameo, and he's actually had like a solid acting career. Um, I agree. Fast and Furious. He was in Crash. Terrible movie, but uh, yeah, it was cool seeing him. And it was funny. I thought in this scene where one of the are we calling them hoes? What? Do you, one of the women, their kid came in and he goes, "Can't be crying like no bitch, man." That's how. It, Keen, I feel like, would be talking to his kids, probably. Because that's how he's... <laughs> because that's how I talk to you guys? Yeah. Is I'm that something that. you would say? Is that something you would I'm say to your that. kid? Probably. Well, if I ever make the mistake of having children, then yes, I would definitely <laughs> say that. I just thought it was... I thought it was funny. But he's sitting there in this scene. He's sitting there with the kid playing on the Casio I, I agree, that he got. I agree with his parenting 100%. I agree, yeah. too. He's actually nice to the kid. When he comes yeah, to Ben, so you stop bullshitting your kids, all right? I don't bullshit yeah. my kids. What are you talking quit about? Quit taking it. Quit being so easy on your kids, Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> quit being so easy on them. <laughs> That's they're going right. to grow up soft. I have no soft. responsibilities, but I think I know how you should parent your kids. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not taking advice from the Republican uh, Party of Delaware's DoorDasher. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I'd be getting roasted Boom. at the show. Yeah, you just roast the There people. we go. Um, <laughs> but I thought I liked this scene because he was actually being nice to the kid and was like playing around on the Casio. And then the woman comes in and and Terrence, that's what I'm calling him. He goes, every time that boy gets centered, you got to fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's so funny. Sometimes. Yeah, it was funny. It is, but it, it was also true. The kid was, the kid was fine. And then she comes in, ruins it, of course. Yeah, as she, wa as she walks out, he goes, you're going to give the boy a twitch. <laughs> remember? My boy a twitch. You remember? Yeah, she said yeah I do remember that. that. And, <laughs> you know, it. he ended up kicking them both out of the house later on in this movie. That, I mean, never Lex was talking. Lex was talking that shit, though. Oh, she was. She's running her mouth. She was running her mouth a lot. I did say earlier he seems like a caring pimp, but towards the end of this movie, it's like, yeah, this guy definitely does have some flaws, too. <laughs> That's for sure. He's, but he's also just trying to get you, by. You think, Ben? Like. You think, yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, you do cheer for him, though, right? He's redeemable. He's a redeemable character. He's pretty... Glad, he is. Like, honestly, he's an anti-hero yeah. a bit. I'm sorry, to jump to, yeah, I'm sorry to jump to the end, but after everything he did to make that mixtape, you can understand why he beat him up. Exactly. Come on. It was pretty big. Speaking of good lines, though, he's at one point talking to one of the women. What? What's the main... What's the white girl's name? Snow Bunny? Her name is Nola. Nola. That's who I'm thinking of. She's like, why can't I work the polls at the strip club? Well, and he goes, question. I put you on the, I put you on that stage in those heels. Trick's gonna be yelling timber. <laughs> 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 
Does he have a point yeah. though? You think? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she doesn't have any balance. I don't know. I, I, I believe this is what feminists call negging. <laughs> I'm not the trying pimp, to neg anybody. No, oh, I, you're no, saying, no, I'm that, saying that pimps are the ultimate guys that neg girls. They're like, you ain't shit, and then. And then they get what they, they want out what, of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this what you do, Kevin? What's that? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. That's right. you got, well, first, you got to find a girl with no self-esteem. And then you got, Jesus. And then you got to knock that down below that. And we're and canceled. <laughs> and for what? What did I say? For what? No, I, I, I don't know. You tell me. If a tree falls in the woods, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Um, then we get to a scene where this guy, Clyde, what's his name in real life? Anthony Anderson, right? Anthony Anderson. Yeah. I like him. He comes into this convenience store and he actually and he meets up with DJ. Stupid name. And they get to talking, and he's like, yeah, man, I uh, I work at this church, and I guess he records people at the church, kind of like in uh, that scene in That Thing You Do. He's just like, record. He, I guess he works at this church and records gospel music or whatever. And DJ's there. He has an awakening, it seems like. He's crying. Later on, he yeah. says he's got a midlife crisis. His dad died when he was 12. I'd probably be having a midlife crisis too if I was in this guy's shoes. Hell, I'm not in this guy's shoes and I'm having a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, what are, you, what are you talking about, Ben? That, that was a brilliant monologue, dog. You were going for a while there. Good shit. Well done, bro. I felt myself in this scene crying with him as these gospel singers sang wow. the song, which actually brings up the I question <laughs> do, you, do any. Do any songs out there make you guys cry from time to time when you're oh, listening yeah. to them? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Oh, Dude, yeah. I'll just be you listening guys, to you something. Guys, you guys want to start a circle jerk or something? Yeah, let's start a circle. <laughs> um, yo, but what song is it? Give me the song. I do. There's a song by The National I remember I've cried to. There's some Pink Ooh. Floyd songs that are really, I don't know. Like wish you Valid. were here. That's cliche, but I don't know. It's sometimes good, I'm good like, sometimes I'm like listening. I'm like, God damn it, this song is so powerful. Just under yeah. pressure by David Bowie and Queen. Oh yeah, dude. Like oh, that that's one. That's a good song. That's a that's a good song. Uh, that's when it gets to that part, uh, cause love such yep. a. I'm I mean, like, oh my just, god. That, just, that gives, it gives you chills. It gives you chills. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. Somebody to love by Queen. Really? I don't like, like that Queen. one as much. You like Queen, though. I, I like know. Queen, I too, but somebody to love... Eh, it's, a, it's better than... Uh, best. You're my best friend. It's better than that one. Yeah, that song sucks. Oh, okay. I like all that right. song. All right, good. We're on the same page with that one. I like that song. You like that one? Yeah, I do. I like <laughs> it better than... Uh, I want to ride my bicycle. I want to yeah. bicycle race. How did you, how did you forget the name of that, show, that movie? I don't I mean, know. That song. Yeah, what's the? You guys know the name of that song, idiot. Grandma? <laughs> you know the name of the song, Grandma got ran over by a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Grandma got ran over. Oh yeah, I've heard the name before. I can't sing it all. Are you gonna throw? 
a, a raisinette at me. Anyway, so I uh, I understood where this guy was coming from in this scene, and he was, and this is the turning point in the movie where he, not Clyde, DJ is like, you know what, man, I'm gonna make a change for once in my. That's another one that could make me cry. It's a good cry song. Oh, Keen's and Keen's back. Yeah. Keen's back on. There he is. So, DJ goes to Clyde's house. It's super awkward because he's rolling over there with all his women, and he he tries to get on Clyde on board to help him out. I guess make like a mixtape. And he's like, "All right, look, look. I know I only got like this little Casio keyboard here, but hear me out. Hear this song." And and then all of a sudden, it cuts to them singing this song. It's like. Shake it, shake it real fast. I can't, I, I can't do it off the top of my head. I forget how it goes, like, but yeah, it girl, was very catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah girl, it was very, it. it was very catchy though. What did you guys yeah. think? I mean, it's funny to see like Anthony Anderson in a kitchen saying, "Yeah, girl," while drinking like a Bud Light out of a glass bottle. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, and then his yeah. wife walks in and is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right. Yeah. You think that you think that bit's gonna be tired about like the two worlds colliding that way, but it's kind of good all throughout the movie, you know. I agree like, you, with you. You it think feels... that premise is gonna get driven into the ground real hard, real fast? But they they do great with the pacing. I thought. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It felt real to me that storyline, and I liked the conclusion of it too, because it could have went like really over the top the other way, like. Oh, you're hanging out with DJ all the time. Well, guess what? I'm going to divorce you now or some shit like that. But she yeah. sort of saw the other side of her husband and was in on yes. what he was doing at the end of to the conclusion of that. So yes. that was that was nice. I agree with that. That was cool. Yeah, because that, st that stays good to good writing, right? Because he tells him from the jump, he's like, yo, my wife's a good lady. Don't fuck with her. Like, my yeah. wife's a good lady. And that and she, is she ends up a being a good lady. Yeah, what's it? Yeah, I I agree. Apparently, she gets freaky on his birthday, which is nice. But how <laughs> <laughs> freaky be talking? But that's and that's what DJ <laughs> asks him in the car. He's like, so "What did she do for you?" He's like, "I'm not going to nah. talk about that." <laughs> so this is where the journey begins for DJ to start his music i'm not going to say career but like music mixtape adventure let's use he's that word. he's recorded he's gonna start yeah. recording yeah. but uh anthony anderson's character he's like yo we got to get this other guy on board shelby and shelby is what's this guy's real name in real life dj, DJ qualls another dj his real name in real life is dj qualls that that's right. Yeah. Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so I'm an idiot and one thinking second, DJ's not an Guess guess who the neighbor is next door that DJ tells the quiet down. Who? His name it's DJ Paul. Are you DJ serious? Paul. <laughs> so I'm the idiot that just thinks DJ's like not a real name. Apparently it is a real name, right? You're in DJ Hell. You're in DJ Hell. I'm in dude. DJ Hell. Yeah. <laughs> that that's that's apparent. Um well Either way, Shelby shows up, and 
I actually, I love this guy as an actor just because he's in a, I'm going to say it, a top five comedy for me of what? all time. New guy? Not new guy. Thought it was new guy. Try I again. Thought it was new guy. Oh, uh, a road trip. Road trip. Love that road movie. Trip's road trip's always a classic. Always on man. at the Young household when I was like 12 years old. Heavy, heavy so rotation. Fucking, heavy heavy rotation. <laughs> so fucking funny. Either way. It's not cheating if you put peanut butter on your dick yeah. and let your dog lick it off. It something like it's that. Your dog, right? It's your dog, right? It's your dog. It's your dog. <laughs> yeah, but so in this... He's always sort of playing like a similar character, but the exact same character. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little more dimension here. I thought. I thought a little more dimension. dimension but he's uh, like cool. He's hanging out with the hooker. That's true. A little bit later I mean, on, he is. I mean, the sex worker. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny though when. Uh, I mean, the less dead. DJ, the character Terrence goes to Anthony Anderson's character. He goes, you know, he's white, right? And Anthony goes, nah, he's light skinned. Oh, that was funny. Always oh, funny to me. Little, the, all right, that was cool, what you think it was corny. I thought that was a little bit mom laugh, a little mom laugh action going on. But all right, I, I like the line. I'm, I like it overall. I'm it's a cool. mom. <laughs> Clip that. Clip that. I'm a mom. <laughs> Yo, what's the other? It one reminds me of the of the line from uh. Space Jam when they're golfing. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, why can't I play? He's like, Larry's white. Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Larry's not white. Yeah, Larry, <laughs> Larry's, Larry's clear. clear. Larry's clear. It's a great yeah. line. Um, but this leads to the creation of whoop that trick. Get him. Get him. I love this scene. I think it was very cool to see how this song came together and there's a lot of scenes like this within this movie but this one in particular because yes. you could see how Shelby makes a beat and so like that's out of my realm like I'm a record some bass vocals guitar guy when it comes to making beats no fucking clue like I I mean I know it's yeah. like uh, on some pads and stuff but they're doing a very 2003, 2004 process of making rap music. Oh yeah, it's, it's really cool, and it's not really existing anymore. I, you know, it makes you it makes you yearn for a day where you can even do that. Like, I don't think the even fucking inputs and outputs exist to do what they're fucking doing anymore, man. For real. Are you saying that like now they are made primarily in something like Pro Tools or something, where people are just using everything? Fruity Loops. Yeah, Fruity Loops. <laughs> I yeah, like Fruity that. Loops. Like, yeah, you're laughing because you did, what? Fruit is a good program, man. Is it? <laughs> I it thought is. it was yeah. always a goof. I thought it was always a goofy program, but I probably just didn't know how to use it, the fucking. It's because the name, isn't it? <laughs> it's no, it's not. <laughs> I've downloaded Fruity Loops on a computer before just to see like the beat go through, and I'm like, eh, not for me. I uh, yeah. I don't if you're know. trying to make like a beat, beat, you should use that probably. Yeah. Okay, but you do but, people use? the pads and stuff anymore they still do that right yeah but that'll be in a studio where there's like mad automation already going on there's copying and pasting off of four seconds of live recording as opposed to like 
setting it down like the way the Wu-Tang Clan did or the way like 3-6 and early 2000s rappers did. Like where you literally had to lay it down in a way and not okay. uh, not be able to just instantly drag and drop like four eight second two bar clips. You know what I mean? Yeah. So technology kind of got ahead a little bit. Gotcha. Way. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're saying now people can just have it all. I'm, yeah, like DJ it's all on their there. computer. DJ Quill standing there tapping for two minutes and 30 seconds. Like, it's not happening yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. It sucks that it's gone. That's cool. You know? Yeah. I thought that scene was cool where he was doing all that shit because it was like, oh, look at him inserting all these different instruments within this beat. Yeah. Keen, did, do you agree with that? Was that a cool scene for you? Absolutely. I mean, I love seeing, like, you know, a plan come together, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cool, like, uplifting moment. I mean, it's, I mean, especially at that time, it was cool. I mean, again, like how Kevin said, like, that technology is almost non-existent now, but it's cool to see, like, how, you know, he had, he had the keyboard, then he had the beat, and then the pads. Yeah, I don't even know that I saw, like, a computer or a laptop in that. It was just, like, straight no. up, like, here's this big yeah. console thing that we got. And here's some pads that I'm going to, like, Yeah, they press. said something like, we have four tracks to plug into or something like that. They did not have a lot of to plug into. I didn't even catch that. Four tracks is, like, fucking yeah, nothing. Yeah, they have fucking nothing, nothing to work with, for real, yeah. So, the thing that I noticed in this scene, too, uh, that I thought was cool... Uh, I, I, Rap I music like, isn't necessarily my, the music that I listen to all the time, nah, but I, for I, me, it seemed very authentic. Do you guys being, agree with that? I, being oh, honest, yeah, it, it yeah I agree. Okay, I like yeah. to listen to rap music. Okay, so for you, it was pretty authentic within this scene. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of sensitive like fake thug types in rap like that, man. I'm, studios I've been around like when they're writing stuff down like that, it really is kind of like like tense like that. Because they're just like, oh, man, I've never got my feelings out before. <laughs> like, oh, that's like, a great point, Harbrick, yeah. because yeah. when he's going through all they're these guarded. bars, it's like, yeah. man, this guy has got to get some shit off his chest. And the first chorus originally is beat that bitch. And <laughs> especially at now. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Ben. Wasn't that the first song that you wrote? No. Jesus. Are you, are you sure it wasn't? <laughs> That's what I heard. I'm the first kidding. song I wrote was with you called Steal, Steal Your Hat. You were lucky it wasn't Beat Your Bitch. <laughs> it wasn't Beat That Bitch, no. I think uh, I think my mom would have had a couple specific. words with me if she heard me saying, Beat That Bitch in the bedroom. But uh, I think Anthony Anderson's character makes a great point especially in this time, it's like, yo, your song is not going to get on the radio <laughs> with the chorus that's beat that bitch. And I agree with that. I don't think radio's as important now, but back then but, I still think I, it was I, pretty, I, pretty I, was, yeah, and I, I see what his sentiment was. Yeah. You agree? I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow would have anything nice to say about that song on the radio. We can't have that song on the radio. I agree. No, nothing no. like that. No, I agree. Anthony, Anthony Especially Anderson, not in this climate, Anthony, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that, I, I agree with that. I think that would be a bad call. A lot Anthony, of sensitive people out there. They're, they're, hey, we, you can't. Why? I mean, look. The guy is a pimp. Beat that bitch. 
Listen, you better not cut yourself on all that shit. You got to leave all that. <laughs> Keen is very quiet tonight, it feels. What is he doing? What What is going on here? It's all good, guys. Just, it's you know, all good. I'm just, I'm just mopping that trick. What's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on? You're very quiet. That long day at work. I was actually off today, but I'm I'm so exhausted today because I've been traveling for work so much. Uh, okay. Um, well, I'm so, glad we have Harbrick here to pick up the for, slack for oh, you. Oh, shut the fuck up, Ben. <laughs> You're welcome, Ben. Keen's been all around the world, pimping hoes <laughs> in different uh, area codes. Hoes in different area codes. Yeah, Hollywood Keen. Hollywood Keen. They call yeah. They call him Mister Downtown yeah. now. <laughs> it's Hollywood. Mister Downtown. Mister Downtown. Um. So then they get to a party, and uh, Shelby is talking to somebody, and I think he was just talking to DJ and Anthony Anderson's character, and he goes. Every man has a goddamn right to contribute a verse. I thought that was a great line, and I agree with him. It reminded Everybody... me of the line from the first episode of season two of uh, Righteous Gemstones. It was like, <laughs> they just want a piece of the goddamn pie. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I haven't, uh, I haven't finished Righteous Gemstones. I hear it's great, well, You're though. a fucking idiot. Yeah, I hear it's really good. But I think his point is like, look, everybody's got their own story and everybody has a say and their own spin on things. And I don't know. I like that. It's like even if you're not going to Rap is become... a democracy. Rap is a democracy, yeah. right? Well, yes. I'm going to expand it to music is a democracy. And oh, anybody. Right. Yeah. And right. if, right. uh, if you have something to say, get it off your chest. I think this is just my way of validating me <laughs> meandering with my stupid music in my face. <laughs> hey, you, hey, as long as you're feeling a sense of control from it, you go, we in charge. Who in charge? We in we charge. In charge. Oh, there you go. That's right. There you go. This movie was awesome. Give it, it was very good. It was very good. <laughs> we're, not we're not to the grade part yet. Ooh. I'm leaking the grade. Hey. <laughs> um, but they have so Anthony Anderson or Clyde that's what we're calling him Clyde he has a conversation with DJ in the car he says feel like right now I'm just paying rent Ooh, yes good so, line good line my point in bringing this up is that DJ is going is that you've been doing that for the last 20 years of your life yeah it hit home Keen. it hit home it Go hit on. home to who yeah, to me Hit home to me too. But yeah. I think it shows that even though it seems oh, like geez. Clyde Clyde has everything together, it seems like. And yeah. Terrence Howard's character is like, you know, out here doing this other crazy shit. They're both sort of in the same headspace of being in like this midlife crisis. Because he said, you know. It's like, look, man, this isn't necessarily what I want to be doing, recording gospel singers at church. Like, I want to be part of something else. Bigger. Something bigger. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Keen. Wait, wait. Exactly? Is that what you just said? Ick. Broccoli. Chopping broccoli. People on, people on Discord said Ben can't say exactly. 
I got a Discord going for. You ben. got a Discord group for the music. <laughs> it's on movie the side. Spot? Yeah, it's on the side. Oh man, who's yeah. in there? Like two people. Uh, we got a uh, Fugsicle 2019. We got Heather W. She said Keen looks hungover. <laughs> Heather W. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the one woman. She <laughs> it gets to a scene where we're back at the house. And the one woman, she is not... Well, better than notes, you said the one hoe. Oh, you throw me under the bus with my... <laughs> yeah, you just dox Ben. You just dox me. You I dox have the me, receipts dude. right here. It says the one <laughs> hoe. Keen, you're doing, a, you're doing a service out in Ben. Thanks, Keen. Hey, once a piece of shit, always a piece of shit, all right? He's a monster. Would you guys agree that she's a hoe? No show. show. So this is where DJ is. uh, So he's getting talked down to, basically. And he puts her and the kid on the street, basically. How'd you guys feel about that? Did he do what he needed to do? I mean, there's a couple ways to answer this question, but I'm not sure what you want out of us. Give me both (laughs) answers. Give me both. For once for once, I kind of agree with Keen. <laughs> you know, she what was you, talking. What are you she was for talking. Here? She was. She was being mean, talking about his art, and that's like a punch to the gut. Ba- yeah, if, bashing someone's art is is pretty rude. It's pretty rude. Yes. Let's let's make. It and he's the though. boss. Say, say Amanda gets home and was just like, Ben, I don't believe in your guitar anymore. Would you put the kids out? Would you put them out there, Ben? <laughs> I'm not putting. The, I'm not putting my kids out there. I, that's messed up. And that was messed yeah, up that I, he. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you guys too. Whose kid? It, I know it's her kid, but that's not Terrence Howard's kid, too, is it? I guess it I, isn't. Or do we not know? I don't know that it's ever discussed. It's not. And guess what? That storyline never comes back around in this movie at all. It's like they get put Which out is, there nice. and they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Cut off. Which is I, uh, uh cold. But maybe that maybe he did what he needed to do. I don't know. I don't know. Talking shit about somebody's art is is fucked up. And that that type of shit pisses me off. When somebody's <laughs> Really grinds my gears. It grinds my gears. I don't know. Well, I just feel like it's it's important to have a positive work environment in the hoe house. And that lady was like negative. She was very she negative. Was, yeah. She, she was, was a not, cancer of the house. Yes. Yeah. And if you want you want a good vibe in your house of uh There you, you know, go. That's sit, the best way to put it, Kevin. Nice yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta get her out. Even if she Cut has the a kid. cancer, take the kid with you. Because yep. the kid trim trim the fat, as some would say. Yeah. Yes. But with Sugar, I guess Sugar's not... pregnant. Is that his kid? Yes. I think that's his kid, yes. Sugar is pregnant with his okay. baby. She's the real one. Bottom B. She's a... And I bring that up because South Park. Yeah. That's a real part. Um, she, she did something simple, too, with the lava lamp, but it was nice. It was real nice. It was very nice of her. Yeah, yeah, I very like nice it. of her. Man. Which we're getting to. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, you know, it was interesting to me that he put 
the woman and the kid out on the street. But it's like, you know what? The guy's a pimp at the end of the day. He's going to hey, do man. some mean shit. If, especially, like if you're talking, especially if you're talking down about his, about his art. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they say about pimps, like, you got to keep your pimp hand strong. You can't have a weak pimp hand, dude. You can't. It's also not yeah. easy, is what they say. Yeah, and it's like, yep. It's not. It's not. Um, so then we get to another scene where they're working on another song. And this is where Clyde is like, listen, we like you're just out here rapping. We need a hook, which is kind of now that I'm thinking about it. Actually, I was thinking about it earlier today. I wanted to talk to you guys about this. He brings this up as if it's like a new. This is just a nitpick. He brings it up like as if it's a completely new concept to this world. Whereas the last two songs that took place in the kitchen and the whoop that trick both had a hook to it. He's like, hey, we need a hook. And everybody's like looking around confused like, wait a minute, what the fuck is a hook? It's like, yo, you just created two songs with great two hooks. Two of them, yeah. <laughs> so what the hell are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's just a nitpick. It's just like, it doesn't make... That doesn't make sense, although I agree. Hooks are crucial. Yeah, it Do you doesn't agree make with that? sense <laughs> that that goes third. That that process should have been, been the first, first. process. It should yeah. have been first. Like, hey, you you're just first. rambling. You're rambling. We need a hook. Then get to the other two songs that have the hooks. But this being third, it's like, hey, man, we need a hook. Like, remember, like, he should have just been like, hey, remember those other two songs that have, like, a chorus? Yeah, you know it, what has I mean? flower, it has a flowers for Algernon effect. Like, wait, is DJ losing the ability to rap? <laughs> He's like, is he getting slower? What's going on? I completely agree. Songs need hooks. It just doesn't make complete sense that that's a story arc within yeah, this for, part of the movie. For him to sit down for frustrated. Him to sit, yeah. For him to sit down frustrated and be like, wait a minute. Is wait a minute. Like- we need a hook here. <laughs> How, and then it comes into... <laughs> You know, she she brings in the the lava lamp, and he goes, "That's a bottom bitch for you." <laughs> He's so proud of her. But the hook for this song. I can listen to you say that all day. What? That's <laughs> what a bottom bitch for you. You sounded like so villainous. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. <laughs> all right, the pimp so... villain. <laughs> Candy man. <laughs> um, this leads to the song that won an Academy Award in real life. Uh, you know it's hard out here for a pimp. Great hook. Great song. Very good hook. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. But they bring her in to sing the to sing the thing and uh Yeah. Catchy song. Um, he has to tell, run over to tell the guy at the neighbor's house. I mean, that music must have been very loud at the neighbor's house if they're picking it up right on a microphone. Like, come on, man. That was a little, a bit over the top, I would say. But, yeah. Overall, though, I feel like the scene was pretty authentic. I like when a uh, DJ stops her and says, "Yo, really, really give it, like really, really let this shit out." Yeah, 
I agree with that, Keen, because it's like if you're not really giving it your all when you're singing while recording, people are going to see through that, and it's going to sound like shit, probably. Right, yeah, like it did in the this thing, movie. You gotta like really give it give it your all. What I thought was interesting is like also like all of a sudden this girl could out of nowhere she can sing. She can sing. No it, yeah, like it's like oh wait a minute, uh, why weren't you in the process earlier? Right. You know. Well, we didn't. We didn't need no hoe then. And then, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know. Now we do. Um. But this leads to, <laughs> which I thought was kind of ironic. Anthony Anderson's what? character, Clyde, is like, after they record a little bit, he's like, oh, man, this is sounding great, but we need a new microphone. And it's like, wait a minute. To me, this sounds like a full fucking polished product already. And, I, and this is the same criticism I had about that yeah. thing you do. I understand why they do it this way because they don't want to have like a recording session in a movie and it sound like a demo tape that sounds like shit. You know what I mean? Like right. nobody wants to nobody wants to hear that. Um but right. it, it's but it's very funny that he says that because he's like, "Oh, this this microphone is shit." And to a degree, he is right. That type of microphone is more for live use. I think it was an SM57. 58. 58. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right, Keen. Um, so it, it, it can make a huge difference, though, especially with rap music. They just didn't go show, do a good job of showing it, a difference. Yeah, no, and, and I, agree, I agree it could make a big difference what microphone you use within recording, but <laughs> Clyde's reason for the mic sounding bad, he's like, the microphone is distorting. That microphone would not be distorting. If anything, it would be very low in its volume because it's not, it's a dynamic mic. It's not, I'm getting very nerdy here, but my point yeah. is, this is, this is mic talk. It's mic, mic talk. talk. Yeah. My point is, mic talk with the boys. Yeah. My point is, he's like, oh, it's distorting. It's like, no, it wouldn't. But yo, Ben, maybe because of that Memphis Heat baby with no air, no AC, maybe busting mics out here. Actually, maybe. it wasn't an issue when she was singing, but when he starts rapping, it's like, oh man, the microphone sucks. Oh man, this mic sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. Even though it sounds great to us watching the movie, but okay, <laughs> yeah. all right, whatever. It's just a nitpick. I'm just nitpicking. It's here. that's definitely a, that's a yeah nitpick. But uh, yeah, do you guys got any other points it on sets, that? It sets up the big monologue with Nola and D. And oh, yeah, the, because then he, they have he to go to get a microphone. Something. I'm not your ATM. Yes, yes, Keith. Not your ATM, but I guess in this <laughs> moment, she sort of is. I don't know. It's okay. okay. That, it sounds like you might be able to be a pimp, Ben. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. <laughs> You're cold. You know You're it's cold. hard out here for <laughs> Pam. Not trying to be. Um, they do get a new microphone. The pop filter, another nerdy thing. I'm pretty sure it's a pantyhose. Are they yeah, using man, that's, a pantyhose? We, we've done that. We have done that. It's cool. I like it. It's the way to go. If you don't want to yeah. spend an extra 10 bucks for a, a real 
pop filter. Just throw it on it. What was that? Like a a hanger or something? Must have been. Yeah, you got a, yeah, a, you a lid. Lid works too. Yeah. What's that? I like. I always like the egg cart move. That's how you knew you were doing some real fun stuff. When I was like nineteen or twenty, you do the egg cart and stuff. Yeah. That what do you cool. do with an egg carton? You staple it up everywhere. Just staple on the walls. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Yeah. So then they're recording another song. It's is it called "Keep Hustling"? Yeah, I think that one's called "Hustle and Flow." Oh, okay. Because I was like, "Oh, there's the title track." <laughs> like another. I, it, I was like, "Yeah." Another catchy song. What did you guys think? I thought it was good. It had another uh, what? Uh, what's her ass was? What was her name? Star. She was singing on it again. Oh yeah, she was singing on it again, wasn't she? Yeah. I agree. I feel like all two, the music in two this features movie on were, one album. Yeah, all the music on this was very good. Again, it felt very authentic, and as you guys said. Three Six Mafia did the music, and they're from that area, correct? Yep, Memphis. Yeah. So it makes they're sense. They're Memphis. Yep. Um, I think the next two scenes were my favorite throughout from the entire movie, probably, because this is where shit hits the fan, basically, and it's like you got to nut up or shut up, and. <laughs> He get they finish the mixtape, and DJ is like, "All right, I'm gonna get this thing to skinny black, and you know my life is gonna change for the for the better." And in the club, skinny black, yeah, this guy is very intimidating. He's very, would you say, wired <laughs> or something? Yeah, like he's very. Yeah, he upbeat. kind of reminds me of Chappelle's show impression. Chappelle's impression of the rapper. Sir smoke a lot and have faith. Where he's like, "What's up, man?" Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of out there. I like it. I like it. He plays. A good I was going to say Rick James. <laughs> Rick okay, James is like Rick James vibe. Dave. Well, I Dave Chappelle's Dave Chappelle's oh, Dave Rick Chappelle's James. Right. Yeah, 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 where it's like over the top. Like, yo, don't come over here unless you want something going down. Yeah, I guess we've been living in like a technological pandemic time a long time, but I forgot rappers used to beef. Rappers used to, there used to be a lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of rap violence. Now it just yep. goes down on Twitter. Boom. Yep. Twitter yeah. sucks. I want, I want some good old fashioned street violence, baby. <laughs> I want some street violence. <laughs> Woo! Street justice. Street justice. That's right. <laughs> but uh, I thought the coolest thing in this scene was where. He finally gets like a sit down with Skinny Black and he lights up a cig and shit gets serious. That scene where he lights up the cig and it just like sits on him for like a good, I don't know, like 20 seconds or something. It's like he's like thinking like, shit, what do I got to do here? And then he just turns the table on him and it's like, you know yeah. what, man, your shit sucks. You sold out. Yeah. I liked it when it was better. And this is a common thing within... uh I think music fan groups and musicians is that a lot of times, especially in this era, like when we were growing up, like early 2000s and stuff, it's like, oh, their earlier stuff was better. Oh, they sold out. You know what I mean? Like later on, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's yeah. what he calls him out on. 
What do you got to say? No, I was saying I, I've sort of stopped saying shit like that because it just feels tired to say at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. You know, I completely it's agree. Like, okay. It's no longer it's like, cool to say that. Yeah, because it's like, yo, you're either a fan of this person, you can talk about it, or like, just don't be a dick about it. Just be like, yo, I don't like them. That's all right. You can say that. You know. Selling out in the music industry, it's like no longer a thing. It's like if you have the opportunity, and Keen and I have said it on several podcasts, like if you have the opportunity to sell out, just fucking do it. Fucking sit, yeah, fucking do out. it. I'm going to yeah, sell out immediately. Because, exactly. Paid, son. Oh my God, exactly. You, Back in the day, yeah. like I feel like, again, 90s, early 2000s, it was like uncool to do that. But it's like, dude, now... Musicians don't get fucking paid anything. So if no. you're going to get paid anything for your music, just take it. Just yeah. do Just do what you have to do to survive and continue to be able to make yeah. music. The time, the you know time I mean? for principles, the time for principles for me at least is over. Yeah, no exactly. Man. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got to turn this down. <laughs> I, I'm uh, like, no, yeah, no, no you, way. Pay, you have to pay for life for the next 70 years, pal. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, well, I just, I thought it was funny that he was able to do that though and say like, hey, your new shit sucks. And it's like, oh man, back in the day, everybody around here was playing your stuff, but now so, it's like, you suck. Yeah. But Skinny Black- some big sellouts though. Like, remember- Green Day sold out. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember. I like oh, that boy sold out. Sold oh, dude, they sold uh, out. Dude, they sold out so bad. <laughs> Metallica sold out. sold out. Oh, dude, I was there when they sold out. <laughs> sold out every show. For real. But uh, <laughs> this eventually led him to get in with Skitty Black and get him the mixtape. Would you call it a mixtape, Kevin? That's also yeah. funny. Yeah. That this was like yeah. a mid two thousands. Um, it's an EP. EP. DJ. Okay. DJ by DJ. Do you think that that makes sense though? That mid two thousands, it's on a cassette tape. Because even Skinny Black makes a comment like, "What the fuck am I gonna play this on?" Right. CDs would have been. CD. Yeah, CDs would have been the thing then. But what year does this take place? I would have assumed mid two thousands, two thousand five when it came out. You know, it's it's. I was thinking about this earlier though. It's like all stories like this are always pushed four years into the past for some reason. Okay. Even though it's like okay. a fictional, even though it's a fictional biopic, it always is going to represent. So this is like, like ninety nine, ninety eight. I mean, I first had the idea in film school in ninety six. Yeah. Like, oh, you so know, that's why we did the tape. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It, it's just like yeah, we've been working this for so long. Yeah. That's I what even, I think. Yeah. Cassette That'd tapes were like out of my era, man. Like, uh, I don't remember it. CDs were it's, definitely my thing, but. Tape decks were still in cars, like when we graduated. Oh, they were still in cars for sure. Oh, yeah. But I just barely. I never. I did do the thing where I had the the, the MP3 to your iPod. Exactly. Yeah, yeah dude. The connector. That was, that was yeah. That was a move. That was a move. Um. But anyway, he gets him the mixtape, and then Skinny Black goes to the bathroom. He he ends up following following him in there, and I sort of saw this coming because. You know, Skinny Black ends up throwing the damn tape in the toilet. and But it sounds about right, though, because 
in reality, to me anyway, like, musicians do not give a shit about musicians underneath them giving no. them demo tapes. Do you they agree with that, Keen? 100%. <laughs> it's like, what? what am I going yeah. to do with this? Yeah, what am I, what, yeah. what I going to call the label for you guys? Exactly. Yo, this, this one time I was super nice to this random guy who talked in my ear off like a weirdo for 20 minutes outside a show. And I couldn't have been nicer. And he turned around to his friends after and said, that guy's a fucking asshole. I said, what? what? <laughs> yeah, dude, you because never know. you didn't take his demo tape or what? No, no, no. Because I was super nice to him. No, I had no reason. Oh. Hmm. People, always, people are always. I mean, you I, are I, an it, asshole. It's, but. it's crazy a DJ to think, build that up in his mind, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. For him to think that he could get this one shot and like break oh, in, it's it, a little it, bit. Well, like, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's it is far fetched for DJ to think that. Oh, if I just get this to Skinny Black, right? I'm in. I'm in, and my life is going to be changed. Even though, on the I outside, agree, I, I agree with you guys. Musicians are pretty competitive assholes with each other, aren't they? Like, they, they are. Don't really... They are, and they don't have any pool unless they are the ones. Yeah. Unless you're making money together. Yeah. Unless they find the musician or artist on their own, it. I mean, they I guess don't care. They don't I care. I guess. Ben, I go to the bathroom, right? Go ahead. I feel like Hallbrook. I feel like there's some exceptions yeah. to the rule. For example, in the PureVolume.com days, I don't know if you remember PureVolume.com or not, but no, no. Yeah, okay. Panic at the Disco, speaking of Fallout Boy, they like really try to get Fallout Boy's attention and then Fallout Boy signed them to their label. But like Fallout Boy had their Pete Wentz had his label fueled by ramen. Like in this, it doesn't feel like Skinny Black necessarily has any pull in anything. Like in that short music video they show, it seems like he's still like sort of an amateur rapper almost. Like what is that? What is yeah, that video I think, that they I think show? He's of him? very much. I think he's very much like an archetypical early two thousands mixtape rapper, where it's like when they blew, when they blew up, mm -hmm. they would have been local celebrities like that, maybe like eight hundred thousand grand heirs. But these are guys that are about to be famous for like a year or two, and then lose all their money and, and then fizzle out, fade into obscurity. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anybody bringing attention to your city, I sort of understand how DJ thinks through that hierarchy he could get put on. You know? I, yeah, no, I I get it too. It's just, um... Right. Like, my my number one fever dream would be like, what if, like, Meek Mills is like, hey, Kevin, go on Philadelphia tour with me. I'd be like, yeah! That's the greatest Oh, thing. yeah. That, I mean, it'd be awesome, and... Yeah, it's just sort of narrow-minded for DJ to think like, all right, if I yeah, just make I, it. I've learned I've I've learned how to know how to make a million mistakes and how to try to sell music. So like, I know exactly. Like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's not it's nuts. It's not gonna happen. It just no. Especially I tell myself, I tell myself constantly lately. No, it's not gonna. Especially. <laughs> now it's like even heart it's funny like i feel like it's e it's easier than ever to get your music out to the public but it's harder than ever because you're a small fish in a big pond now with the yep. internet you can do whatever you want but it's just 
So can everybody else. That's the thing. Yeah. And yeah, when you have so much offered to you all the time, how could you get an audience that's focused on your shit? Like, you know, all you can do is just make like the greatest thing ever, I guess. <laughs> like, you just have to like, it's the only answer is just to be like Mozart or something. I don't know. How do you get noticed? Be fucking I, awesome. Well, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like you just gotta be, you just gotta be really fucking good. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I just want that, or you have to have like some. Paid to be a, I want to get paid to be above average. Be really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I. I mean, in high school, <laughs> yeah. that's what my goal always was. It was like, look, right. Never I see these I see these bands that tour a lot and that's how bands and musicians make money now, especially is off of touring. And I always thought like, if I could just make money touring, then I should be okay. And that like, there's bands out there that are like oh, that now, like yeah, tour, taking back Sunday. Like they just tour all the freaking time. Like, it's not like their music is spinning on the radio anymore. It's not like anybody's music is really, no. Unless you're like yeah, one of the not, top they're top they're artists, not selling out at Christmas at Fye. No, no. At Christmas, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you got to just be touring, and that's how I thought too. It's like if I could just get an above, uh, like a fan base that could fill a room wherever I go, right? Be good to go. Yeah, and but, I mean, dog, I, I think about it in my head, like it's. It really would be possible that way to probably make like 45, 50 grand a year. But you also, I think you got to make a lot of sacrifices and you really got to bust your ass to do it. Yeah, to make that 45, to make that, to make it happen is a thing. It's like, what are you willing to do? I know, I know you would feel like me though, even though I'm older. Like, you know, if I could tour every day for like a living or whatever, I'd be a happy camper. That'd be a cool life, man. I'd be down with that. I'd be cool with it. No, be the coolest, man. It would be it would be super cool, man. I know, I know. I had that I had that dream. It's passed me by. Hey, man. One hey, second. man. Hey, hey, hey. You, it's not over yet. What does Anthony <laughs> Henderson say? Though he's like, when I'm not over, man. That's me. That's me tonight. I'm just crying in my car, smoking weed. Saying, <laughs> I'm not because of this movie. I'm not done. I'm not done, man. I got a good wife. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. I'm a tuck my. I'm a straight lace guy, but I also love the music. Yeah. So, next thing we find out, Skinny Black he threw the mixtape in the toilet, and to me, again, this just I wasn't that surprised because, yeah, like musicians, they have no pool, and most of them anyway. And uh, Skinny Black didn't seem like a guy that was, like, super interested in DJ's music or anything. Were you guys surprised no. at all when you when this scene happened? I mean... I mean, maybe a little bit because they had that they had such a conversation that, that it went, went on for that long. Okay. Okay. But, Fair enough. Know, yeah. I have, com- I, have, I have conversations in the long way going, fuck that guy. Yeah. Damn, Keen. All right. <laughs> Fucking Damn. savage. Yeah, you are a savage. Um, yeah, I, I fuck, think fuck that guy. Yo, I mean, I just, I the way I saw when I first saw the movie, I was like, all right, he's probably just gonna put it in his pocket, and maybe like it'll be like one year later he blows up in another way or something. But I didn't, okay. I didn't see it coming when he was just like, yeah, man, I'm drunk enough to say passed fuck out, this dude. fuck yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> he put 
just dick at it. Like he just really did him dirty. Yeah, it was, <laughs> he was fucked. Like, up. He was like, fuck, yeah. it was fucked fuck. up. He was like, fuck that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about it. And DJ's right. like, you know what? Well, fuck you then. Does he? Punch him in everything too. Yeah, yeah, he's just beating the shit out of him. Yeah, and then he goes, "Why you make, why you make me do this? Yeah, why you make me kick your ass? (laughs) Why you make me kick your ass? Yeah, Yeah. Keen, do you remember when we gave one of our CDs to Taking Back Sunday? You gave one of our CDs to Taking Back Sunday, and then I left one of our CD, I left one of our CDs on Angels and Airwaves tour bus one time. Oh. And, and then uh, uh, no call up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> still, still work. Tom Tom Delonge filed that as alien evidence. The CD yeah. left. He was like, "Wow, you guys are Blink One Eighty Two light. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Don't care. Oh, you guys sound just like us. Great. Awesome. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Who left this CD in the bus? <laughs> <laughs> down, down, down. <laughs> The rain's all dropping over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny. Still waiting That's on that funny. call. Still waiting. Still waiting. We're still waiting. I'm figuring out aliens first. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, this scene, uh, the the last scenes of this movie, it went over the top a little bit. But I could also see it oh, happening if you this mean guy being a man to death was over the top, Ben. The part after that where. He He's gonna even die. He gets a gun and then shoots a dude, and then it's like, oh yeah, my god, like what the fuck? Skinny, Skinny didn't, die. didn't die. He didn't die. Kid, he Are got eleven sure? months. Yeah, he no, he months, didn't die. Dude. He only got eleven months. He de- he definitely didn't die. He got eleven months for shooting a guy. Eleven months is like a super lenient sentence it is. for everything he it did. It is. It is. He caused he caused a ruckus. Like, yeah, man. I mean, Chelsea Smollett only got like six months, and that was a crime <laughs> way God worse than it. this. There we go. And Ben mentioned Jesse Smollett. There we Keen go. Gets a free Keen's getting a free Outback Steakhouse gift card because oh. Ben mentioned Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Outback, his favorite. <laughs> Um, Keen, I promise you tonight, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> there it is. Remember when he said it? Yeah, remember I remember where he said it. I'm like, dude, nobody again. Nobody, like the mixtape. Nobody, mix nobody asks. Nobody cares. Like you're, Yo. you're a wacko. <laughs> Get out of here. Like you're lucky. You're only getting six months for lying Keen, about that. Keen, defend. Keen, defend him as a fellow Chicagoan. No. <laughs> Fair enough. But Fair uh, enough. this scene was pretty, over again, over the top. But I could see him doing that, especially after all the hard work that he put in. Like, dude, the guy just pissed on his fucking mix. Like, the stuff that he, the mixtape that he put everything into. And he's a pimp. And he, he just put a kid out on the street with his mom. So... I could see this happening. <laughs> you know what? I could see it happening. He's been, he's been through so much to get to that point, man. You That's know? true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just wish I, he. Yeah. Uh, Hobrick and I were talking. I wish he had the plan a little bit better instead of just ah. Let me just get this to skinny black because it's not a. It wasn't yeah, a great idea. Out. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a great plan. In uh, hindsight, let's say. But yeah, uh, that's, that's always twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. But he gets a jail sentence of eleven months, and which, uh, seem, which seems super lenient. It does right? seem like, very. Le- he shot a guy, and he almost killed a dude with his bare hands. 
if we're worried about anybody who died, it's like bodyguard number two who was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The guy was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. But, um, yeah. In the jail scene, though, Clyde goes him, it got, Clyde asks him, he goes, did you even know Skinny Black? And his answer, I forget his answer exactly, but he goes, he says something like, sometimes you gotta lie, basically. So, to right. me, it didn't sound like he actually knew Skinny Black, but I never, you know, I always just sort of took his word for it. That yeah. He sort of yeah. knew him. But at that point, I was like, oh, shit, maybe he fucking didn't know him Man, at all. That's why, that's why he's such a good pimp. Even we end up believing him. I, Man. Dude, I don't, I don't think he did know him at all. We got pimped. We got pimped. We got pimped. I got pimped. I love this movie. <laughs> it's very good. It's really good. I, I think we got pimped. I don't think he actually knew Skinny Black because it, he has in hindsight. He has, a, he has another line where he goes, "I put I put you in the position you need to be when you need to be in that." Remember when he said something like that? Oh, that okay. And he's like, he's a salesman, no matter what, man. Even he's like a grifter, kind of, you know. That's what it seems like, because he kept throughout the movie. He goes, "Oh, I knew that guy," and then he always say like, "I mean, I was in a different school, but I you know, I knew that." And right. I sort of. Throughout the movie, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Okay, fine. He knows him. But but then at the end, I'm like, shit. He never knew this guy at all. I don't think he yeah, ever knew him. Yeah, him, yeah. Yeah. Totally. totally. Yeah, kid, I agree. And, like, um, even when he's in the house with the women early on, on, it feels like he's puffing himself up and not even telling the truth at all. Yeah. Like, he feels like he's puffing himself up. Like, you don't even know the shit I did. It's like, maybe you yeah. didn't do it, dude. Yeah, maybe because you, you didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, he might be a liar. But he, he might be, yeah. Yeah. But uh, he maybe definitely Terrence is. Howard's full of shit. <laughs> maybe he should have stuck with the Iron Man series. He turned it down because of money, apparently. And uh, would have been smart to just. He turned say, down okay. a Marvel movie because of money. Well, he played the character that Don Cheadle ended up taking over. Yeah, and uh, yeah. because Didn't of money, doesn't Robert Downey Jr. like own the own the currency because he was in the Marvel movie? Good move, jerk off. Well, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> he actually early on decided, hey, I want to construct my contract to get points on these Marvel movies that I'm in. Smart. So now Robert Downey is like a fucking billionaire because of it. Yeah, he's the and, real Iron Man now. And I guess the real uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Terrence Howard was like, hey, uh, I'm not getting paid as much as this person or that person. But what he didn't realize was that the Marvel movies were going to keep going on and on and on and would be a recurring like thing. And so if you look up like the net worths of Don Cheadle versus Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle like <laughs> blows him out of the water. But not that that matters. And I think Don, I think. Terrence Howard might have had a point at the time. It's just like again, Don Cheadle is uh, net worth forty mil. Okay, look up Terrence Howard if you want to. Five Thank mil. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's funny. It's, it's just like, dude, why did you turn down Robert Downey Jr.'s net worth is three hundred like, mil. Three hundred mil for RDJ. Okay, there you go. RDJR. There you RDJR. go. 
Very rich. Very rich, rich people. Did you feel like this ending of the movie, though, was an Airheads ripoff a bit? That him getting arrested turned into a blessing in disguise? I don't think... Kevin I don't think it is either. I don't think it is. I, I mean, he had air conditioning in prison. I don't think the director watched Airheads and goes, that's how I want to end this movie, too. But yeah. it just... Him going to prison was a blessing in disguise, though, because I think it made the song more popular, even though uh, Nola it gave him ended up cred. giving... It, it gave did. him street cred. There you go, yeah. It did. And didn't he deserve that street cred? He deserved that street cred after he beat Skinny's ass, yeah. After he blew his punk bitch ass. Do you think that that led to some more street cred? Like, do you think on the interwebs, everybody's like, oh, yo, this guy beat Skinny Black? You remember back in the day, you would hear on the the playground, people would be like, 50 Cent got shot nine times. 50 Cent's the toughest rapper ever. Yeah. Oh, dude, I remember his beef with Ja Rule. And <laughs> Ja Rule's career, that ja Rule like, was incredible. So what, ja what Rule's career what like those? ended. Yeah, Ja 50, Rule's career kind of ended. Yeah, not doing well. He was in, he was involved in the Fire Festival recently. Yeah. Ja Rule. Oh, he was. He was. <laughs> yeah. and that did not play out real well. <laughs> yeah, the same business manager as Terrence Howard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he lost so much money to John Cheadle. That's wild, though. An idiot. I'm still yeah. stuck on that. I can't believe you lost. What a dope. Well, he Terrence Howard's the one that turned it down. He's in Terrence Howard is the character that John Cheadle plays in the Marvel movies in the very first Iron Man movie, and then decided to turn it down. Nuts. Nuts. And then you could just like show up and be like, "I'm the nine CGI character in the background. Yeah. Get a bag. Get a bag for yeah. doing nothing." Then again, I mean, I guess he ended up playing a character on... Did you guys watch the show Empire at all? I, uh, I heard good I, things. I watched the first season. Do you know who was the star of Empire? It was Terrence Howard, right? Oh, uh, God it was, damn it. <laughs> I believe it was Jussie God. Smollett. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Listen, man, Jussie Smollett, the actor, I will always appreciate because he's in the original Mighty Ducks movie. He's in the Oreo... What? He's in the Oreo line. What? On the hockey team. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. Look it up. Right. What? He's right. in the, he's in the Mighty Ducks. He's on the Oreo line. What why is it called that? <laughs> why do you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's <laughs> Are you are you pulling my leg to say something or are you nope. being serious? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's called oh, the Oreo line because it's two black at, guys and a white it, guy. Wow. That's why. Wow. Damn, the yeah, original Mighty Ducks? The original yeah, Mighty I'm Ducks. I'm looking at the picture yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, he's in the original Mighty Ducks. And his t- his older brother was, uh, I think, Terry is his name. No, he played Terry. Oh, did he play Terry? Well, then who? The older, he was the younger brother, I'm pretty sure. Either way, he's in Mighty Ducks. Love that movie. Oh, dude, that's a Nune- classic. Nune- El Nunez from Sandlot's in Mighty Ducks. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. that was that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. 
<laughs> there he is. There he is. You think? Do you, do you think he knew what he was gonna do later in life? Even then, <laughs> no. <laughs> so like no. I'm gonna grow up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, guys. Either way, we get to the end of the movie. The where do you think? DJ's after he gets out of jail, where do you think his career goes after this? Do you think he has a career? Do you think he's playing at some? I think clubs he plays like one big, a couple, a couple of big local shows, and that's about it. That's about it. Fizzles out. Yeah. I, uh, you know what? I, th I, I have a good answer for this one. I think that depends on how he chooses to treat people now, because he's got uh. the. I think he's got the juice right now. He's got people handing him mixtapes. That's so right, do he you, does. So how do you handle yourself acting like that? You act like skinny black and you'd be a jerk-off and you get beat up? That is something I wasn't sure how he was going to respond when he got that mixtape from the prison guards. I thought... And you, and we don't. We don't. We, we still don't. don't. Gonna, nope. He could be turning... Big 5 a in Block C. He could be turning a corner, <laughs> no, tossing it into it. <laughs> big 5 in Block C. What the hell is that? That's the that's name of the names. mixtape at the end. Oh. Yeah, that's the, the prison guards are like, we got shit. We got some good stuff. Good call. He could be turning the corner and throwing that shit Yeah, maybe he's in like a urinal. and he learned a lesson. I don't know. You know? Don't or he beats the shit of another rapper. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, he keeps beating people up. <laughs> he just keeps beating rappers within inches of their life. And it's possible. Like The more out, out of control he gets, the bigger he could get. I think he's funny. a star. I think I think he goes on to be a success. A local ex success, at least I would think. Yeah. <laughs> enough to maybe, get out of the uh, pimp. Enough to get maybe. out of the pimp game. Yeah. Might take a little time, but enough to you get think, out of the pimp game for a little you while. You think there'll there'll be a transitional period between when he's pimping and not pimping? Just sort of pimps a little bit. Maybe. I feel like if you're in the pimp game, you're in the pimp game. You get once you're out, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a part time pimp? That's the question I'm asking. You know, a nights and weekends pimp. Yeah, yeah, a part time does, pimp. He's a part. You can't be a part time. Pimp. You can't be a part time. It's a full time job. <laughs> We're hiring for flex shift as pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Third shift for pimp. <laughs> yeah. No. Ugh. I learned uh, a lot about se I learned a lot about sex work. <laughs> I'm clipping that. Yeah, clip that. I learned about learned a lot about sex work. What's the one earlier? You kicked off the show. You were like, "Love the length." <laughs> <laughs> it's a good length. He said it's a good length. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the movie. Guys, what do you grade this movie? I thought it was very good. What are you going with, Ben? What, what am got? I going with? I'm going to go with an A flat. I think it was really good. I like that it focused mainly on the music part, it felt like, especially the last half. Um, but... The ending, I thought, also felt very realistic. Like, the ending of the movie, I feel like, could have went a completely other direction where it was like, Skinny Black gets the mixtape, and it's like, hey, man, I'm going to play this. And then it's like, 
oh, he ends up being like this big star and it like ends up being this corny ass shit. And it's like, that would have sucked. Yeah, there could have been a dirty dancing. There could have been a dirty dancing. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Or like even um that movie that I actually do like that we've talked about on here, uh, A Star is Born. You know, it's like, oh, you find this like girl at a fucking, you know, bar and then all of a sudden she's a star out in the... Like, in this story, it would have sucked. I like that it was more grounded and was more real life and... Yeah. For that reason, I give it an A flat. The only... The only reason for the flat is because I just have a couple nitpicks with some nerdy shit. But other than that, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to go B sharp. Okay. Again, I think there was a a couple... Couple plots like you know, all of a sudden that girl's a singer, like out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Okay, sing. that's valid. It's like, that's valid. Keith. It's like, all right, well, I guess that's the thing that's happening now. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, DJ's hair throughout the entirety of the movie. I'm not sure what the fuck happened <laughs> with that. It's and, wild. It's like gravity defying, dog. Whatever yeah. is going on, it's wild. It's I like, like I the like, hair. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's like, and I like Anthony Anderson. But it's like, all right, we need a. Somewhat funny, but also serious black dude. Let's get Anthony Anderson. <laughs> that's a great like, point. You know what I mean? Keen, I that's, like that's, a, a real, that's a hot take. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's always just he's he always, is that, he's he's always that, in that role. He's typecast as that role. This is this is his ascent, though. This is definitely on his way up. Because before I mean, the guy he was, was also, doing... What, Scary Movie 3? I'm getting yeah, talking that. I'm talking Kangaroo Jack. Like... I've seen him in a lot of bad movies over around yeah. the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, this was a come up for him where it was like, oh, he's in good movies too? Oh, word. I, yeah, I get both points. You know what would have been funny if they who they should have cast in that role? It would have been funny. Who? Don Cheadle. Oh, no. <laughs> he can be Howard. funny. He Terrence can be Howard funny, emails, but serious. He's email you. He's be like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way better than Don Cheadle, and we're, we're actually friends. But shut up! Yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up! Hey, I, 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 loved, took your I role. love Don. I love Don, and I respect him. And shut up! <laughs> I like Don Cheadle too on some real shit. I uh, yeah. great in Boogie Nights. Great fucking movie. It's fucking awesome in Boogie Nights. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what do you rate it? Oh. I want to do what I've been doing pretty much since I've been on here and give everything an A. It's an A. I'm giving it five bags of popcorn again. Two thumbs up. Classic Kevin move. Yep. Yep. Because I think it's as good as the... uh... Oh, it's better than Grease. I know it's better than Grease. That's all I'm saying. Better than Grease. Wow. I got a soft spot for... Better than Purple Rain. I would say... The movie itself is better than Purple Rain. I wouldn't say that the music is better than Purple Rain's music, but Duh. That's, well, that's hard comparison. That's true. Grease, I have a soft spot for Grease, so yeah. yeah you know what man. I was uh, that, that compar- Frankie Avalon part in Grease freaked me out. <laughs> I didn't like it. I'm scared of uh, that because he looks like weird. a fucking bag of bones. Yeah, dog, that scared me. I didn't like. I left the band. Beauty school dropout. Yeah. I'm surprised that was the first time you've seen Grease. I've seen it's huh. one of my favorites. So, um, I'm gonna compare it to another rap movie that we've watched. 
Straight, oh, yeah. out, straight, out, of straight out of Compton. Yo, we've now done two regions of rap. There we go. We've done we've done West Coast rap movie, and we've done a Memphis area rap movie. So I feel yeah. like this movie might have been better than that movie. No, shut I'm up. I'm gonna say it. You're dumb. I'm not saying that the this, music this is. is a, I'm not saying that the music is better. I'm not saying that the music is better, but overall, movie story, the ending, the climax of the movie, like straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton's a little bit bloated. It's a, a little, bit. little bit bloated and can be a little bit corny at times too. I'm just saying. Like I don't know that it felt as real, even though it was based on a real. Story, <laughs> even though it even though it actually happened like nine years. Oh, yeah, yeah, all of it actually happened. I, um, yeah, I know. I'm just, I don't know. That, that's is this as I good feel. as is this as good as Whiplash? Is my question. That's my yes. question. Is this as good as Whiplash? Keen hated Whiplash, that's my... so I'm not taking Keen, his. Why did you... what Whiplash is the best straight up movie we watch? I I watch this. No, it's not. Oh, it's really good, man. It's really good. This movie's not as Go to Whiplash to me. Oh, I'm, and I'm biased. Okay, uh, all right. I, like I love that. The, I think... the ending of Whiplash. I am like on the edge of my seat. Like, what the fuck yeah. is gonna happen here? Fucking, ri fucking riveted. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not that high for me, but overall, it's very good. It's a very good movie. What else? I give it what, a Craig, flat. Craig, I don't know what else Craig Brewer's directed, but he's a pretty good director. You don't know what else he's directed though so how no because <laughs> this movie was well directed that is true okay i see what you're saying yeah uh, I don't know. black snake moan was him <laughs> oh my oh, god remember that like keen? Black snake moan. yo funny story uh, me and keen watched black snake snake moan driving to chicago with my dad what a weird fucking movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's a weird back. He directed movie. that. It is. He directed. He directed. That? Yeah, coming to America, the second movie. Uh, he did Dolomite is my name. Oh, that was awful. Footloose. Oh, this new that new coming to America was the worst thing I ever seen. I heard it was really bad. Coming to Oof. America, the second. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? A I lot of duds. It, it sounds like. Yeah, it I mean, was his, weird his, man. His biggest ones are Hustle and Flow, Black State Moan, Coming to America, the second one. Mm -hmm. Dolomite is my name. Footloose. Uh, he did the Katy Perry movie, which I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, cool. Great. He's, he's fucking boys with Eddie's, Eddie Murphy. He's probably got cake. He, oh, yeah, probably. He's, yeah. he's, probably. Deli, he's deli boys with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Either way, I think this this movie... Overall, very good. And, uh, yeah. I think have, you, have you guys done changed. 8 Mile yet? Have you done 8 Mile? No. No, that that's on the list, though. I don't I mean, dog, between Purple Rain and this, it's like, if you have to put them together, that's 8 Mile. Yeah. Pretty I mean, much. 8, eight, eight, eight Mile is purple Rap rain, and bro. Purple. Yeah. Rap and Purple Rain. Yeah. I like 8 Mile, but Purple Rain is... <laughs> You better lose yourself in the music and moment. It's kind of stupid. It's kind of dumb. Guys, you watched the Super Bowl, right? Uh, yeah, dude, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love the halftime show. I thought it was great. 
It was really well done this year. It was very out of like the last five years is probably like the best. The thing that Kevin is alluding to, out of all the Eminem songs, like that "Lose Yourself" song, it's it's fucking corny, dude. I'm saying it. It's like a corny, like goofy song. If you had won't chat to nuts, it's like it's the commercial pop. I mean, it's a fucking banger. You love the song, huh, Keen? I am. I'm not a I big like that fan. Song. This dude's corny. It's corny. Let, let me do a comparison for you. Jimmy Eat World. Their biggest song is the middle. I don't ever listen to the middle ever, and it's like because they got so I many. It was on your Peloton playlist. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. They got so many better songs, and that's what I'm saying about Eminem. He's probably got yeah, so many better cor- songs. Praise chorus is way better than the middle. It is. Like praise yeah, chorus. Duh. Yeah, that's my favorite. So, at the Super Bowl halftime show, Eminem comes out. He goes, "Lose yourself," and that's like all he had. And I was like, "Eh." I yeah, it was. Know, I wanted something else. Kendrick I mean, Lamar's thing was cool. That was really cool. I mean, Dr. Dre was the cool, and, and Snoop was Dr. the best. Dr. Dre was, was the, the best. best. Yeah. yeah, that was. And then I the, mean, pia- the piano part was sick. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. But keep in mind, like, if you're playing Super Bowl, like, what are you playing? You're playing your hits. That's a good point too, Keen. I agree. Yeah. Hey, you got to play the hit. You got to play the big song for everybody that you know. Kevin's going on a fucking safari just yeah, to smoke a joint right now. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus. What has he got? He's got ice the cream. ice cream. He's got the ice cream cup out. Yeah. I think that means that we're wrapping up here. We're, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up, guys. Anything else you want to add before we completely wrap up? I like this movie. I don't know what we're doing next. I want to add uh, rest in peace to Scott Hall. Yes, rest in peace, Scott Hall. You know, pour one out. Pour one out for Scott Hall. That sucks. uh, You know, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Preach. Hallbrick, anything from you? Nope. I just, uh, we learned, I think we all learned a lot this week. I think so too. Yep. Fans, ben, I think, until next I think time. Ben, yeah, fans, uh, ben, ben broke a record by having a lollipop in his mouth the entire fucking episode. Not the whole episode, just the last half. Just let me eat the most inconvenient candy to record a podcast, Ben Young. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, that's how he quit. That's how you quit smoking. I gotta do that. You're like you're like Kojak. right now. Yeah. Guys, thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out. Later. Later.